Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Woohoo! Good morning. Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> thank you for being willing to push back recording an hour i woke up and i was just like no not right now you know what it is it's a bit of a sad book to wake up and be like you know what this is what we're going to talk about right now i also didn't sleep super good last night so i was just like i must snooze my alarm for an hour and then i can be a person Fair enough. Mm-hmm. That happens constantly for me. Yep. Me Not too. a morning person. I'm working on it. I'm only a morning person when I'm like con- consistently a morning person, but right now I'm still unemployed, so I don't really have anything giving me like structure. <laughs> so I'm just like <laughs> true. And I was like, cool, I can I can go to bed and wake up whenever I fucking want to. And today you woke up early. You did. I actually did wake up at like 5.30 and then I was like, maybe I could just like start my day and go to the gym and then be like a fresh daisy for recording. And then I was like, actually, no. Well, what can you do? Sleep. Anywho... What you? What is your bevy? I'm assuming I'm I'm making assumptions, but water and coffee. Mm-hmm. What is my my constant state? Water and coffee, nice. <laughs> yep, that is also my drink. And I... why are we drinking? First of all, before I get into why um I have an espresso machine and it is really and truly one of the best purchases I have ever made for myself because one the coffee is incredible two it is so easy to make like you just stick in a pod and then magic happens and it's always delicious and they have so many different flavors it basically feels like I get to go to Starbucks because like right now I'm hyper fixating on they have like a seasonal peppermint coffee that is so good but they also have like a little um uh like a chocolate flavored espresso shot one that you can get so usually I if I'm like drink half my coffee and I still feel tired I do a little chocolate in mine 
And then I basically just have a peppermint mocha, but that less sugar. so good. It is so good. I can't, I can't wait to just live in one place for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> my, my time in Halifax has been so just, I can't justify buying anything because mm-hmm. I'm not intending to bring anything home. Um, and you know what? I realized at a certain point I could have just, I could have used things for like three years and then <laughs> sold it or, you know, brought it home. <laughs> that was an option. Yep. But for some reason I went into it being like, I will leave everything. Um, and so, yeah, I've had very, very mediocre coffee for three years. Um, but I guess also student life. Yeah. Could I afford Not espresso ever. pods? Maybe not. Actually, Nespresso parts aren't, aren't that expensive. The, the Nespresso machine is super expensive, but it works out to be like maybe only slightly more expensive than regular coffee for the pods. But I got... Um, I'm sorry, hold that thought. My the, my dog is being way too quiet. It's throwing me off. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> okay. I've enticed him into coming here. <laughs> if you sprint into a new room, he gets excited and will follow you. So that's the tactic. He's so good. I love him so much. Me too. He's a big baby. But yeah, sorry. What were you saying? Um, but yeah, I got my um, Nespresso machine off of the shopping channel. Which is like, uh, um, it's the shopping channel. Yeah, my nana loves it, and uh, I, I have, I'm carrying on her legacy. She's obsessed with the shopping channel, and the more I buy from the shopping channel, the more I'm just like, oh my god, I love the shopping channel. Like television. <laughs> it used to be television, but now they do have a website. Um, okay, I'm just like, but it's, I don't think i've watched like an actual television like cable in years <laughs> no it's not it's not uh cable anymore. well i'm sure it still is but um the they like they have a website now and it's still just called the shopping channel like it's just the shopping um but you can put literally everything on a payment plan so i just like you can divide it by however many months you want to pay so I just like split it up into four month payments and I was like mm. and now I get delicious coffee every morning and I will never regret it absolutely worth it mm-hmm. I will be there in several months <laughs> can't wait and so why do you drink hmm. probably just because I'm still unemployed and I like it was really chill for a while I was really I was really enjoying Eat- it Aren't you working at the cafe? Oh, no, I left. (laughs) Oh. It was not for me. Damn, I think I I missed that. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I I quit after that second shift that I was complaining about. (laughs) I was like... That bad, eh? Mm Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh... Well, I just had a reading week, so that was very pleasant. Um, I 
I don't know. I feel like I'm like a, on the cusp of being a full on adult because I'm done school and I have been in school for, I don't know, 18 years of my life, 20 years. Yeah, maybe 20 years, 21 years. Yeah, 21, I guess, because we started kindergarten when we were five. I did take a year off, though, in between uh, undergrad and right now. I don't know, 20, 21 years. Yeah. Um, so I'm very used to school life. So the thought of just being done and have no plans to go back to school is a very weird concept for me. Um, and so that's where we are. Fair enough. Also, I have finals coming up. <laughs> <laughs> the final finals. Well, I have one set of finals after this. Oh next semester i don't understand law school at all it's just the semester system so they got oh yeah classes right now banned in december gotcha i actually lied to you i do understand law school i was just very confused at what time it was in the year (laughs) yeah it is almost december it is almost december for some reason i thought it was like february or something i don't know i'm confused (laughs) unemployment (laughs) life you're just like I have no concept of time. Also, I don't know what what month it is. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Anywho, I guess we should talk about the things that we talk about on this podcast. <laughs> Books. <laughs> Books. So, we read a little life. Um by oh no I don't want to say this again you 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 introduce it I I I forgot how much I struggled last time (laughs) oh yeah you introduce the book (laughs) it's your turn uh Hanya Yana Gihara correct incorrect I apologize that was the best I could guess Yep. Um, Anything spoiler-free to say? Spoiler-free. Everyone says this is the saddest book they have ever read. It is devastating. Some people don't finish it. Some people take walks. I guess, trigger warning, look it up. Oh, yeah, don't, please. Please, for the love of Don't just read it. Look it up. This is... <laughs> this is yeah, no. I can't even no... list out what goes it's constant wrong it's i think it's a constant trigger like there's no part um there's like sometimes where i have to like when we've been talking about a book and i have to like think a little bit being like oh yeah like from what i remember i remember this so like this could be a trigger warning this could be a trigger warning but like with this book it's like just oh my god check triggers (laughs) yeah it is i think also this is very popular on book talk. Like I heard a lot about it on book talk. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time where what book talk says has been true Agreed. for me. Where like, yes, in fact, it is quite devastating. The book is sad, objectively, not good. It's not pleasant. But it's also very, very well written. Mm-hmm. Um, it does hop around a little bit 
um, both in perspectives and time. Yeah, that confused me like a lot, especially in the beginning. Yes, I didn't understand what was, I thought I was like missing things when I'd start reading like, oh, this happened. And I'm like, did it happen? And then it, you know, like goes back to the past. Um, So it is a book that you actually have to like think a little bit for, or like, at least not turn your brain off entirely when you read, which mm-hmm. is what at least I tend to do. And I'm pretty sure you do too. <laughs> there was a point in the book where I was like, ah, I have to keep thinking. <laughs> this is not. Yeah. It was like, either you have to keep thinking and like actually pay attention to what's happening or you're just getting devastated by with just, no context yeah with no context but it's like uh, the other thing too is I feel like I had a hard time with this book because of the hopping around so much where it's like at what like when you're getting so aggressively devastated at certain parts of the book and then it changes vibe completely to just like very um like monotonous just like daily life it kind of threw me off a little bit and it it made the like it it made it so there was many lulls in the book for me like a lot of parts like it was either hard to read because it was so upsetting or it was hard to read because it was kind of boring okay I feel that I I didn't really think of them as lulls I kind of liked the boring um bits because I was just like ah Jude needs this <laughs> this is pleasant <laughs> um but I I think for me it's it doesn't like necessarily start off sad but it kind of does start off it's never like it's, happy it's never it's never a good time and I feel like I would have been more devastated if it started off all good. Like, yeah. life was good. You did not know anything. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe that's also the book talk thing where I already knew this was a horrible, like, devastating book. So I went into it being like, okay, something will happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure for me, like, I mean, I know because you texted me and you were like, I wonder if I'm just a psychopath because I'm not crying. And I, I also didn't cry. I didn't cry once in this book. Okay. Um, So I'm not alone, but it's like, I definitely, there was this one um, TikToker who I saw who was like, he wasn't crying, but the one who was like, I have to take a walk because of this book. Like that's kind of how I felt. Like there were times where I had to put the book or when I put the book down, I was like, Ooh, I need like, I need to like take a minute because it was really hard but a lot of the a lot of the really hard stuff for me I it made me like shocked like I it was more of like a shock value thing and it made me more angry because a lot of things were like there was a person at fault with you know there was someone to be angry at yeah so 
I didn't, I didn't, I did find it obviously sad, but like, I remember reading like some of the more devastating parts of this book and I was just like, it wasn't crying. It was like my jaw dropped and I was like, like my hand was over my mouth and I was just like shocked and like upset and angry, but not like crying. Yeah. I feel like also I don't emotionally connect to like real people um in books <laughs> um, the same way I do to like fictional ones yeah I, I would agree with that like when it comes to fantasy because it's so much more like world buildy and stuff like that like everyone who listens to the podcast knows that we love fantasy but it's like I feel more like I'm in a different world so maybe it's like I'm a little more connected whereas like with books that are set in the real world it's like yeah it's not as immersive for me and also like all of the characters were men I did find it I did enjoy um like early on in the book reading from the perspective of like characters who were kind of like our age and like having similar experiences as us I guess they got like a lot less relatable as the book went on because they were like getting older and having way different experiences it really goes through like a whole lifespan this book is not a little period of time yeah (laughs) I have nothing else to say spoiler free it was sad it was sad it was a different kind of sad um would I read it again no no absolutely fucking not I don't need to put myself through that again (laughs) yeah I I just don't know if it's like my vibe it's definitely not my vibe either I did like when I yeah like when I read I want like I'm doing it because it's fun Mm -hmm. This, this one wasn't exactly fun um so overall what do you give it I struggle to rate this one, but I kind of, I, like, I had to think about it a little bit. I'm, like, torn between, like, 7 and, like, maybe even a 6.5. I I did also think about this, too. Objectively, it is a good book. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's well done. It's, it's impressive. So well done. It's an impressive piece of writing. For me personally, good writing is not really that important in, like, if I like a book or not. Same. Um, I, I honestly think I would have to give it, like, a 6.5. Yeah. Like, it was good. I did like like I cared about Jude in the end. Like I cared about cared about all of the characters really. The other characters, like you know, mm-hmm. I had some beef with some of them. I I had immense beef with with some of them, but like all of the core characters, even some of the core characters. Oh really? JB. I guess. You guess? Oh my god! All right. We'll get into that in the 
spoiler section, which we are moving to now. Um, what? (laughs) I also, I have opinions to say before we go into spoiler free. I need to know why you don't have beef with JB. It's it's very light beef, but it's not huge beef. Did I? Yeah, okay. Let me finish. Um, I wanted to say before we get into the spoilers, um, when I remember when we picked this book, it was because I was miserable and because I was like, I would really like to read a book from the perspective of someone with a worse life than mine. We did accomplish that. So, yeah, good point. Good, good, uh, good pick for that very, if you're, if you're feeling sad and you want to feel less or first a little bit more sad, um, but not sad because of what you are going through, um, this is a yeah, good point. I, it definitely puts your own sad in perspective. Oh, yeah. But if you're not in a good place and then you <laughs> read this book, bad choice. Don't do it. <laughs> True. Anyways, okay, why do you have immense beef with JB? Why do you not have immense beef with De- What do you think JB did? What is his plot? Well, he's an addict you have to remember that yeah be- no no not that part i we got that was also bad he was going through it though mm-hmm. so you got a give and take also this book is from jude's perspective so i obviously am rooting for jude so i'm like how mm-hmm. dare you do that but when jb kissed jude in giving that photo of willem after everything had happened, I was like, how dare you? How dare you? He needs a friend that was not okay. And also, he knew that he was not over Willem. It was just terrible. Also, he, JB knows at least some of, like, he he doesn't know now, but he knows some of Jude's history. Don't touch him without his consent. Mm-hmm. No. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I had beef with him. He he did have character growth. He did go through it. But maybe I'm just a little empathetic because I know a lot of people who have been addicts and you don't to put it into perspective, it's like you don't you never really like stop being an addict. You never really like stop being in that place. It's very like it follows you like forever essentially um so maybe I'm just like empathetic and it's like that can affect your personality and stuff like that he was never like a good person like even from like the beginning of the book he was never like great but just like compared he was a roller coaster yeah I don't think he was ever really that like a good friend in my humble opinion like I don't think he really no he he was I didn't like him at all in the beginning and then mm-hmm. you get a bit of like story on him and I'm like okay I feel for you but I don't like particularly like you still yeah. and then he has his like redemption arc <laughs> and then he's doing and then he kisses JB and I was like gone or Jude I was like no you that's can't fair. do that that's Jude, fair no I definitely don't like him of, yeah especially because like the dynamic of the four of them mm-hmm Willem died and then you kiss him (laughs) no yeah no no I definitely I don't like him but like it's not like a it's not like an immense beef yeah I have a beef compared to like everyone else 
Yeah, compared to everyone else, JV is an angel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's why, maybe that's why I was, like, I do. Yeah, I'm not putting it in perspective. Okay, I was isolating it. (laughs) I think maybe if, yeah, in in the grand scheme of things, um, not a good person. Very bad. Terrible friend. You don't do that shit. Um, in comparison to the other characters in this book, a delight. <laughs> Maybe that's a why. respectful, kind young man. JB for president, honestly, compared to the rest yeah. of them. Yeah, so that, that really gives you a sense of this book after we beef JB. In comparison, he is the best. Oh my god, I couldn't. <laughs> I also do think that, like, but while um, everything that happened to Jude was still quite shocking, I found that maybe I was a little bit less sad about, not less sad about everything, but maybe, like, the reason I didn't cry was because a lot of the shock value was kind of taken away in large parts of the book. Like, for example, um, Brother Luke... uh, I wasn't surprised that he ended up bad because like in the first quarter of the book at like one of the chapters and I know I pointed like had a point where I but it whatever um but he he's like inviting Jude into the cabin or into the shed or whatever and Jude's like that was like the first mistake I made what happened after that was like the worst some of the worst things that I've ever been through so like when we fast forward again after going back and forth a bunch of times um the when we found out like what brother luke actually did like i assumed that brother luke just sexually assaulted him um so naturally it was oh my god so much worse than that but i was just like like i knew that i knew that something bad was coming you know yeah i you're right i think a lot of the shock value is not in this book especially because of the time like switching back and forth however the initial the initial part where uh he follows brother luke into the door and he's like and that was like the for i was like oh no i thought he was gonna be one of the good ones i know i thought so too i was so sad but and then i was like oh he does like i i thought that he was either gonna like sexually assault him or like abandon him in some way didn't think he was gonna oh my god um like it's hard to even like talk about the things that he went through i just for um like context of like how how this book progressed for me you know how the you knew you knew the book was going to be sad when I read the initial part of his legs hurt him sometimes I was like oh is it about his legs is this the sad (laughs) that's what I thought it was gonna be so maybe shock value for me because I am dumb (laughs) I was like yeah naturally a lot of it was to do with his legs. I'm still kind of but like, about his legs a little bit. I'm not sure if I missed something. My confusion is just like medically. Am, am I lost? Did I miss a point? 
Because I understand he was hit by a car. I think it's like the accumulation of stuff. I think also because of um, all the people he was both forced to sleep with and did sleep with mm-hmm. for like survival purposes and then again forced to sleep with um i think he also got things from that so i think his immune system is like not good so i think something to do with his legs is also wrong there mm-hmm. that's why he can't like heal as quickly but i do think it's the like him getting run over did the nerve damage Yes. No, I'm not confused about that. I'm confused about the skin and, like, the fact that his skin is, like... Yeah, I I just... Maybe I am assuming too much, but I just assumed that was from, like, the... Uh, uh, because he got... Venereal disease. Yeah. And then, so I just assumed it was... He had like a weak immune system and then his body can fight things and then something yeah. his legs were just weak but maybe it described it and i did not retain it yeah Who knows? i'm just again it's just like yeah i'm just confused why his why he always like because I, re- I remember a part in the book where willem gets super mad at jude because he cuts himself on his legs and he's like you know what could happen with your legs? And I'm like, I don't know what could happen with his legs. Like, I'm very confused. <laughs> You're like, no, I don't. Please explain. <laughs> like, I really need a step-by-step. Because, like, I, like, it got to the point where I actually, I kind of spoiled it for myself. Because I was, like, three quarters of the way through the book. And again, this is kind of why I don't really like the, the time jumping. So I was three quarters of the way through the books and the leg thing still hadn't been explained. Like it was just like, Oh, Jude has a leg thing. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Thank you. Um, I need a little bit of context. And like, because I can be dumb when reading and I can miss things. I was like, I must like at this point, we're three quarters of the way through the book. I, I must be missing something. Like there's no way that this has been a constant theme for three quarters of the book and it hasn't been explained. So I Googled it and then I was like, and so I, the whole experience of Dr. Trailer or whatever was kind of spoiled for me because I assumed that I missed it. Oh, and then you didn't. Yeah, it is. The book is kind of like, this is, this is it. And then it fills you in slowly but surely, basically mm-hmm. until the very end. And Which then you kind of have a full picture. A lower hmm? rating. And so it's kind of a lower rating for me because I don't, I don't like that um structure. Yeah, we, we like a good, <laughs> here is foreshadowing. Oh, you missed it? This is the foreshadowing. <laughs> Here it is happening. Let me re-explain what just happened. <laughs> That's our format. And then we're like, oh my god, did you see that foreshadowing? <laughs> it's not even the lack of like foreshadowing. I don't like it when it go when it's like, here's the thing, and then it goes into the past. I just don't that's not my that's not my vibe. I like a I like a linear <laughs> timeline maybe a couple backstories but it's like yeah this was like constant 
like future past current for future past current deep past random new character random new characters past <laughs> this is what happened oh this is someone else finding out how it happened in a different perspective <laughs> <laughs> so i i think the point the problem that we had with this book is it was too intellectual <laughs> naturally naturally i uh, yeah actually my <laughs> first note is in this book my first note i wrote um was well i don't like jb at all <laughs> my first note is actually also about jb but i was actually <laughs> you're gonna hate this i was kind of comparing him to you <laughs> oh my god he's the worst it was very it was page nine i didn't know how bad he was yet um okay that's better but it was just, JB was going through, as he put it, his hair phase. And I don't know what about that sentence where I was like, that sounds like Katrina. You, you like specifically high school phase. Katrina being like, I'm going through my blank phase. And I was like, yeah. or you would say like a word consistently. Like, I remember you always saying like, oh, fun or something like that. And I would be like, oh, and you'd be like, it's just a phase. And I was like, oh my God. I do actually do that. You do it a lot. <laughs> I do it a lot. I do it now still. This is not, this is not high school, Katrina. <laughs> you were just worse in high school. I think your phases last slightly longer now, so it's less annoying. Thank you. I did say less. Not not just not annoying. <laughs> I know. I'm taking it as a compliment. <laughs> I also, just like up top, did find it rude how much I related to Jude in a lot of points. And I was like, oh. <laughs> the internet calls it just the most devastating story of Jude. You're like, ooh, it's a bit relatable. Uh. Yeah, in, in the beginning part, I want to be very clear. The beginning, like before <laughs> we know anything that happens to Jude, I was like, oh god some of this is kind of like sarah and also before willem and jude became a thing i remember being like this is literally like me and katrina's friendship in high school <laughs> when i was like really going through it and i was not doing well before therapy before moving out uh, yeah you um, really did go through it i was i was having a hard time and i'm gonna be as ambiguous as i possibly can but i have struggled with some of the things that jude struggles with in this book definitely not all oh my god my life is not has not been like that um but just like jude's mentality like his his way of thinking about like his life and like him even as like a person like the way he views himself and the way you know what, but I'm in therapy and I did it before I turned it's like 50. <laughs> and, and for me, reading how Jude thinks of himself and like things like that, I was like, oh my god. Is that like is that real? <laughs> so very different perspectives on reading this book. Oh yeah. But the same reading. 
Also, another, another, I think, I think in the beginning of the book, before I really got to know JB, I thought JB was a lot like you, because I have another point, um, where he says, like, ambition is my only religion, and I was like, that sounds like something Katrina would fucking say. (laughs) I am annoying. Maybe that's why I dislike JB with a passion. <laughs> it reminds me of myself. To be fair, that's why I'm a little more gentle with JB. I'm like, eh. do you think you could be friends with yourself? No, I don't think I could either. Definitely not. I actually, which remember... I don't know. Go ahead. Um, do you re- do you remember that lady, uh, Leanne, who worked in like the healthy department at Fresh Street, or was that past your time? She was so cool. I think you would remember her. Mm-hmm. She was so cool and nice. Um, I loved her. She always gave me little hangover cures when I showed up to work hungover, and she would be <laughs> like, "Here, drink this." Um, but I remember her telling me that, like, because I was beefing with as this. Oh no, you definitely did work at the same time. Maybe you just didn't talk to her as much or whatever. But like, this is when Allie and I were like beefing really hard, and I was like, I can't handle this. Um, and she was like, you know, sometimes when you really can't get along with someone, it's because they're a lot like you. And I was like. That is the rudest thing I've ever heard. And I was so <laughs> upset. And then in hindsight, I was kind of like, cause she was, cause she like kind of explained it and was like, you're seeing parts of yourself that you don't like about yourself in another person. So it's like, it's, it's, if you're like really beefing with someone like that, it's probably a, like, it means you need to like reflect on why sometimes people are just like bad people, but. Yeah. I think. Maybe in the beginning of the book, sure, there's parts that JB and I could relate. Um, but my true issue with JB is that he kissed Jude mm-hmm. after his love of his life and JB's own friend died. And you know what? I don't think we relate there. No. And there's definitely things with Allie where the relation does stop, but... I did also like Willem's backstory. It was sad. But it was super sad. But I I think that's probably why he has always been so like empathetic towards Jude. Yeah, it is sad though when Jude starts like kind of throwing that back and being like, is that the only reason you're wanting to take care of me as like a replacement for your brother? was so sad that was a bit hard um there are like also bits of humor in this book like little pockets of like haha funny (laughs) i think my my favorite part of this was when jude was spiraling initially about having a conversation with harold and julia when they're like we need to like talk Mm -hmm. and jude was like oh my god and then he it's like a page of him just wondering what they're going to be talking about <laughs> and he's just guessing and he's like maybe they're having his and hers plastic surgery <laughs> I know I love the little pockets of funny but like also again very relatable for me that is how I think like re- like 
whenever you text me like a dad and I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> did I say something? Did I do something wrong? I'm just <laughs> answering the question. <laughs> I want to start using periods when I text you. Oh my God, please don't. I'll cry. <laughs> Can we move move recording back an hour? Yes, period. <laughs> I'd be like, actually, no, it's okay. I can do it right now. I'm sorry like to bother you. Yes. Sorry to be a burden. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. I I very clearly had beef with JB. Here's another one of my notes. Um, well, first I said I was trying so hard to feel for JB, but at each turn, kept being a huge dig. <laughs> and then the note right after that. Willem punching JB is my Roman Empire. Wow, you really did have faith with JB. He was mean. He, he was, was like, I know he was going through it, but like, he, him doing that to Willem or Malcolm, like being mean to them, yeah, was better. He directed it at Jude, and I was like, mm, mm. There's a point in the book where you just get protective of Jude. You're like, I need something to be okay for you. Yeah, dude. And then it just kind of doesn't happen. I was so worried when Willem and um, Jude got together. There was no way that was going to end well. And I knew that. Wait, sorry. I was reading a. I was reading one of my notes, and I stopped listening. But I'm I'm no, active listening now. Please, cue. <laughs> please repeat yourself. No, I was just saying when Willem and Jude got together, like romantically, I was like excited, but also I knew it couldn't end well. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting for what would go wrong. Although, objectively. Not Maybe bad. this is the most, the best bad thing that could happen, I think. I think so. I was very surprised that I assumed that Jude was going to die and that was going to be the end of this book. And I, I kind of thought he was going to kill himself um, before Willem had passed because there was things specifically in Harold's perspective where it sounded like if if I was reading a a bit of Harold's perspective sometimes it sounded like ah it's so hard to describe it he was talking in like the future but he was talking in past tense and it sounded almost like he was like talking at a funeral and I assumed that it was Jude's funeral and I'm still not sure if it was even him talking at a funeral because it was never really explained. And you know? I guess it could be Jude's funeral. I guess. There's too much interpretation in this book for me. Again, an intellectual book. I, uh... But yeah, and almost all the main characters die. Like, of the four. Except for JB. By the end of the book. Mm-hmm. Which is saddening and devastating. Although I think JB's addiction is under control. Um, so at least that kind of ends pleasantly. 
Mm-hmm. from my understanding but I think that's the only pleasant thing that this book ends on yeah yeah I would say another pleasant thing that this book ends on is Jude is finally in therapy and like participating a little bit imagine if yeah but like then he kills himself yeah <laughs> so I don't know if that's how it ends <laughs> it's a pleasant ending but I do see what you mean I was happy when he like accepted therapy at the end yeah I don't know like his his death wasn't like sad for me yeah it was almost like he was he could be at peace finally yeah that's kind of like even though like it obviously is sad and I wish yeah. he had gone to therapy Sooner. a lot sooner and or like been he... able to talk to someone sooner yeah or like actually like when he was in therapy like in like earlier on in the book um maybe if he had actively participated things would have been a little bit better some some parts about jude i didn't like like his he was very resistant to help yes that was very frustrating for me like even like medical help where it was like Andy was like you need to take this medication and he'd be like no I don't like the way it makes me feel and it's like dude are you aware of like what is happening in your body right now like you don't you can't just be like no I think it was like for me infuriating throughout the book until I got to uh the doctor mm, where he was like kept in the basement Mm -hmm. um and then he explains he's like from that moment on like i would never accept someone else's help like i just don't trust people and i was like oh i kind of get why you were like that throughout the book now Mm -hmm. but you have no context throughout the book where he's like you can't help me walk even though i need help walking you can't help me do anything and i'm like why not yeah no I I do under it's like one of those things where it's like I do understand where Jude was coming from however it's still so frustrating yeah it's frustrating to read but it's also hard because like the one person that he trusted was like I think her name was Anna and he was like finally slowly starting to open up and like she was kind of acting like a therapist in a sense and then she died so it's like every time he has gotten like close to being helped, they die. They die. Or they, I don't know what the proper phrase is. Like, kind of like sell him, I guess. I'm thinking of like Brother Luke, like using him for money. Mm. I, uh, Caleb when he showed up did you have hope or were you like this is this gonna end badly hmm? Caleb oh um pretty early on I thought it was gonna end badly and again like this is like why the shock value wasn't entirely there for me because like very very briefly um like essentially when Caleb asks Jude to dinner and at first I kind of thought it might just be like a friend thing because they were very casual about it and then he like kisses him and like 
it's it's okay and then well not like okay like Jude doesn't like it um which is again like kind of a red flag and then invites him upstairs which is again like kind of a red flag and the fact that like Caleb was willing to just like have sex with Jude while Jude was like still mostly covered like I feel like Jude was very initially uncomfortable and that should have been Caleb being like okay then we don't have to do this you know so I like the flags were quite red and then like within a couple pages he was like upset that he had to like use a cane and like he, he said something like oh I, I definitely have it noted, but I'm still quite early, like, taking out oh, notes. When he's like, nothing. see that you don't? Yeah, no, it was before that. It was, like, he was, like, when I asked you to dinner, you were sitting down, so I didn't know that you were like this. <sighs> and so I was, like, okay, so we're, like, it, it, it was only very brief that I was, like, ah, this could be good. And then I was, like, oh, it's not good. And then I was, like, oh, it's so bad. <laughs> like, it. And then it gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's kind astounding of astounding how fast it goes from, oh, this is horrible. Oh, this is more than horrible, actually. And you're like, oh my God, it keeps getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I from the be- from the beginning of their like time dating, I didn't like him because he was just rude. Like he was a he was a total asshole. And then he ended up being, oh my God, a psychopath. A a very abusive, insane psychopath. Um, Who dies? Eventually. Way later. But he does die, so. I I do wish, I kind of wish that he had died in a more dramatic way that I got to experience. You know? Because I hated him. And then it was just like, oh, he died. I was like, no, he, he, I, I get that he did suffer because that, like Harold kind of mentions like, oh, that's a terrible, terrible disease. Like he, he must've been in so much pain, like, but I wish I got to experience it. Like, I wish I got to see him potentially in a wheelchair or. Yeah. Like really suffer. Um, mm-hmm. As opposed to just like reading in the newspaper. And it, it was at this point where Jude just gets, you know. Uh, assaulted by Caleb and then as he's thinking about it he's like later when things got bad is like just a sentence in the book around this point I was like oh my god what do you mean later when things got bad is this not bad like and when, then I was I, a bit concerned I was like I was wondering the- So that was like the initial abuse, and then when he like yeah, yeah okay cool. I was trying to plot myself yeah the time. where that was yeah no I was like oh my god it gets worse same that that was the exact same thought I had I was like um the fuck anywho however I do want to say one thing um this isn't the very beginning of the book but my type of math that I study for computer science uh is Jude's favorite kind of math as well and I was like oh my god the similarities are a little bit endless because again this was very early on in the book so I didn't really know everything that happened to Jude but I was like I knew some stuff and then it was like the mathematical like logic he has a whole blurb on it and I was like oh I studied that I'm also very good at that 
It's a little concerning. Yeah, there's actually quite a few points in this book where then Jude is like, uh, what happens next? Or like, maybe I'll be able to tell you like what actually happens. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's in parts of the book that are just like mortifying already. Um, And when he was telling Willem about Brother Jude and what happened in uh, Brother Luke. What did I call him? Brother Jude. <laughs> Brother Luke. Uh, what happened in uh, Montana. And was like, yeah, um, maybe you'll be able to like say what else happens like in the next place. Um, then I was like, holy crap. What happened with Brother Luke is not the worst. It keeps going. <laughs> so there's, yeah, there's a lot of that in this book where you're like, this is, has to be the worst part. No, nope. It's not. Nope. I um. Oh my god, this is the part. <laughs> the one part of the book. It's very quite deep in the book that reminded me of like. Wait, specifically- hold on. <laughs> I just had a thought. <laughs> okay. You know how we complain about when a book is not linear. Yeah. That's exactly how we talk on this podcast because I'm on page like 171, and you're like at the end of the book it's what can you do it's just a it's just an observation that we complain about it but this is what we give to our listeners <laughs> we have no structure never um i one of like the sadder parts are not actually that's such a lie but to, because i'm very early on in the book but just like sad from the perspective of jude as a child where like when he was at the monastery and he was getting like constantly beaten and uh there's just a quote that says sometimes he was hit hard enough that he lost consciousness which is what he began to crave that blackness where time passed and he wasn't in it where things were done to him but he didn't know it I found that not like one of the sadder parts of the book obviously but one of the sadder quotes it was devastating Oh my god, I found the quote. The quote where I knew that Brother Luke was going to end up not being a good person. Um, okay. It was when he walked into the greenhouse that afternoon. It was when he allowed himself to be escorted in, when he gave up everything to f- follow Brother Luke. That had been the moment. And after that, it had never been right again. And I was like... See, that was surprising to me. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming either. But like... Actually, you know what? I will... I will give this book credit for, you know, I think we complain a lot specifically about like, um, when there's something like this in a book and our imaginations are like, oh my God, what could it possibly be? And then we think of like a better ending or like a more traumatic thing. And then when we, when we come to it, in the future we're like oh that was actually kind of underwhelming um that never happened (laughs) in this book at no point did I predict something worse that's fair I I feel like I definitely did not either not even if I did that would be that would honestly be a skill I don't know how this author came up with this plot (laughs) I uh this deep in this is what reminded me of you 
because we fully had this conversation. Oh dear. When they call it the happy years, when Jude and Willem are fine. (laughs) And they're like, isn't that tempting fate a little, calling it the happy years? And that is fully the conversation we have every time when things are going too well for you. And you're like, don't say it. Don't say it. Because every time we discuss it, something bad happens. And just like in this book, something bad happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do really like tempting fate with me. Yeah, I've learned. I've learned to stop saying nothing's happened in a while, eh? oh my god another like pseudo sub pseudo sad side plot kind of was um i felt so bad when jude was in like the foster care and he almost got adopted and that's where the trust issues come in there's so many layers there's so many layers. So many layers. There's so many layers. But that was just that was definitely one of the. I was like, oh god damn it! He was so eager to, and like they wanted him to change his name, and he was like, yes, like. <laughs> I will be any name. Mm-hmm. I do have like a lot of points, but I feel like it's just because there's, a lot of things happened in this book. Yeah, I feel like I'm doing like high level. Because the nitty-gritty of it is just horrible. You know what? No, I actually don't know. I thought I was I thought I was coming to a point and then <laughs> one of those Michael Scott moments. No, it was just like I was reading it and I th- I thought I was coming to conclusion about his legs and then it just it didn't really. Mm. Oh my god. Um the one of my again this is like one of the few like little funny funny bits um and this is a funny bit that I found relatable um but he was talking about someone he went to like university with um he just says little little kid things upset her he once saw her sobbing because the top scoop of her ice cream comb tumbled onto her new shoes but big things the death of her sister her screaming snowball throwing breakup with her girlfriend which had taken place in the quad and which everyone at hood had learned out of their windows to witness seemed to leave her unfazed <laughs> it was like yeah 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 that could, that could that could that could be a relatable thing for me i like that even though like obviously this book is centered on jude Mm-hmm. you still get quite a clear story of like Willem throughout the years Malcolm and JB mm-hmm. and not just like the pleasant parts you really like you know what they've been through too um which is kind of impressive like having four arguably five I guess Harold oh what's the doctor's name Andy Andy maybe in sixth Mm-hmm. very like well-rounded storylines yeah like I, I don't feel like we didn't get enough on anyone mm-hmm. yeah JB did not deserve Jude 
just like the fact that JB did what he did and then Jude still stayed in the hospital to make sure that he was okay. Right. Still, though, compared to Brother Luke and Caleb, fucking angel. Yeah. Perspective changes everything. Do you think you... I know your answer, actually. (laughs) I started saying the question because I think I, like, I put this sticky note in to ask you. And then I I, I got my answer very early on in this episode. But I was going to ask if you think you could have forgiven JB for um, that little, like, stunt where he mimicked Jude in the... Well, I think I am in the position of Willem more than actual Jude. And Willem did not forgive JB. He was immediately like, no. That's true. And so... No. And, like, I I can't for the life of me put myself in Jude's shoes. So I don't know what I would do if I were him, but... Mm -hmm. From Willem slash my perspective... No. I mean, even I, who relate more to Jude, I don't know if I could. Oh my god, I was also so confused. There was a there was a timeline jump where he kind of alludes to the fact that he has, like, quote-unquote clients, and that he um, was, like, performing sexual acts on his clients and I was so confused because at first I was like oh my god is this at his like law firm and then there's like because he's talking about because it goes from present tense to like past tense really quickly and like I was so confused and then I was like oh wait no he was a child and then I don't know the time because it Usually in this book, the timeline jumps were, like, either between chapters or there was, like, a good, like, a break in the chapters. Um, But this one just went straight into it. In the middle, like, just, it was just the next paragraph. And I was like, wait, what is happening? Mm, Also, I guess, I don't think I'm going to move into the spoiler-free section, but, like, in theory, this could be spoiler-free. This had some long chapters. Yeah, it was so hard at times. I don't know what it is about having like a an end of a chapter to look forward to that makes reading an accomplishment. Like reading one chapter in this book took me longer than it would take to read like ten chapters of the same size. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Ah, you see, now I'm at Caleb. I I had a specific color sticky note just for how much I hate Caleb. Oh, God, I hate Caleb. Actually, you know they're a bad character when you have, like, excitement when they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Good. It's like, yeah. Um, but actually, Jude's um kind of perspective on the first time that Caleb hit him makes it it's exactly how I kind of feel about Caleb he's like he just says the first time Caleb hit him he was both surprised and not and I was like yeah mm. that's exactly how I feel about it 
Ugh, and the blame he puts himself when like Caleb is like, bring me your he's like asking for Jude to bring him a plate and he's he just says he will wonder later if he forced them if he forced the moment, if he could have in fact made the 20 steps without falling, had he just concentrated harder. And I'm just like, no. He just like throughout the book though, he does the same thing. Oh, it's just <sighs> terrible. It's so sad. Oh my god, Caleb was such a fucking piece of shit when he was like asking Jude to beg him to stay after he was like I, I think that was I actually just flipped the page and I lost the note but I think that was um after the really bad when he like threw him down the stairs or like not not after that but like when he stripped him down and like was about to push him outside and he was like beg me to stay mm-hmm. it's like oh my god I, I could crawl into this book just to like I would I would want to stab Caleb. I would I would like just come in guns ablazing to protect Jude. Yeah. I think I think that's the real difference of like a villain in a fantasy book and then a villain in something like this. Like this is like actual evil. Like yeah. this is this is like real evil. Whereas, like, something fantasy when you're, like, oh, like, they, I don't know, killed 40 people. You're, like, mm, fantasy. But this, you're, like, well, well, no. Yeah, there's no redemption arc that Caleb could, could possibly have after what he did. No. There's not a single thing that he could do that would make what he did better. Although, to be fair, even if this was fantasy, I don't think if the villain did this, there is no redemption arc, even in a fantasy book. Like, you can't redeem them. Yeah, you totally can. You can be like, oh, I was being controlled magically by this person. Or I was possessed by a thing. You You can write it so that it's like, oh, it's just kidding. Yeah, I feel like part of it you can but if I read in a fantasy book sexual abuse and was like oh that was magic I'd be like what the fuck yeah that would be on on the author but like it could be it could be done yeah like theoretically I don't think it would like it wouldn't work though I mean okay yeah true no that's fair that's what I mean that's fair yeah yeah, and I think I would have questions for the author if they were like, "You can redeem that." <laughs> I'd be like, "No, there was a line. You, you crossed it so far." But you could attempt because fantasy isn't real. Fair enough. Yeah, for me, I think the biggest shock in this book was. I, I, the only gif I sent you, I think, while reading this book was just like a shocked face. And that was oh, yeah. when I read the line. Um, you're going to do what you did with Father Gabriel and a couple of the brothers from, that's what Brother Luke's, Brother Luke? Brother Luke said. Mm. That was, and you're like, I literally, like, I couldn't 
for me, yeah, I know you personally, I understand that Dr. Trailer was like a more traumatic in theory experience because it like, you know, it was way more like violent and like, but brother Luke's was just so like shocking and like it, it took place over a way longer period of time. Like it took place over multiple years. This is someone that Jude trusted so much, someone that Jude loved so much yeah I think it was the trust thing for me whereas like the doctor you never like you didn't get a chance to really no at no point did I trust him not at that point in the book I was like (laughs) no immediately no I mean I think even even if I had read that like before the book I would be like or before like earlier on before the book (laughs) I had a premonition. <laughs> Imagine that was the prologue. I'd be like, I cannot read this. Oh my god, that would be quite the fucking prologue. I yeah, I also have a the prologue. <laughs> I also have a special color of sticky notes for how much I hate Brother Luke. Um Yeah, the it got so much worse when Brother Luke also started sexually assaulting him. That was another point where I was just like, oh my god. It really does just keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Because again, like it's, it's just someone that he trusted so much. Like, trusted enough to leave a bad place. But, like, yeah, I guess I at think- this point, it's kind of the 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 monastery was the worst that he had known because that was where he spent his yeah. time from like birth until brother luke so he thought mm. i oh, think I that's brother- also why i dislike the jb kiss so much because it's like the obviously not nearly anywhere close to the same extent but it is like that trust barrier yeah no, and uh-huh. in for, like obviously in like some like a surprise kiss, whatever. But because it's Jude, I'm like this. No, this is like fully assault to him. Like don't touch that man. That's fair. I'm gonna be also like to be fair. I'm gonna be so honest. By the time we got to the end of the book, I was skimming. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't actively reading. Did you actively read the last chapter, though? No. Oh, my God. That was, for me, whole book, sad, yes. Last chapter. Oh, <laughs> ripped my heart out. I was like, that was devastating. Okay, I'll have to, I'll have to actively read the last chapter. Like, honestly, like, from, the, like, the happy years <laughs> like forward, I was like, I can no longer actively read this book. But I was fair. also on a dead uh, to be fair for the last couple of chapters too. I was also on a deadline cuz I knew we were recording this morning. So I was like as long as I finish the book. Oh my god. Also, I totally forgot about this, but the fact that brother Luke taught Jude to self-harm as a method oh my of coping. God, yeah. That was 
Oh, I didn't see that coming. It just, oh, I just hate him so much. Yeah, Brother Luke. Jude just needs some peace. Yeah, Brother Luke was another de- death that was too quick for me. Yeah, he needs to be when the bad guys die too quick. Maybe that's just like the inner fantasy reader in me where I'm like, you deserve to be tortured. <laughs> yeah. Although if I read that in like a non-fantasy book, I might be like, oh God. It's true. It would be quite mortifying. I also do remember feel- feeling like Jude and Willem would get together very early on in the book. I just had a sense. There was a vibe there. I didn't didn't really know. I honestly didn't know. I don't know why I could just feel it in my bones. I was happy about it, but also I was afraid. Like I was also anything good that happens, you're like, it's gonna end. So there's nothing like, oh yay. It's always like, uh <laughs> Did not anticipate um, that scene where Willem was like walked in on Jude self harming and then fucking starts cutting himself across his chest to prove a point. Oh, that was dark. That was so dark. I was like, oh. Not anticipated, but I mean, he did prove his point. He did prove a point. I also. Um, maybe I was just had too much hope, but when Willem's car got, you know, hit, I was waiting for like them to be recovering in the hospital after. <laughs> I was like, okay, and they did not. They were all dead. Even after, even after he. He says, like, but in his final, but his final thoughts are not of Jude, but of Hemming. And then he, like, runs toward Hemming, his dead brother. He, yeah, I was like, maybe he come, runs back, though. Like, final thoughts before you pass out? Or <laughs> there's, there's hope. Delusional? Maybe. Oh, that's I so will. funny. I didn't want him to die. Um, although I do, I think I would have been annoyed if Jude committed suicide as a reaction to Willem dying. That's true. I think that would have not, something about that doesn't work for me. So I'm glad that's not what happened. Like, I'm glad that he, like, kind of got okay with himself. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, one more, like, little kind of, it's it's not really, like, a funny line, but it's, like, kind of the way it's worded is a little funny. Um, but Judah's, like, as an adult, as a crippled adult, and then as a crippled adult who was truly crippled, <laughs> he was, like, recounting his life. <laughs> oh, my God. This poor, poor man. Yeah, I have, like, one more point, but um, this was, like, such an oxymoron that I... Again, like, it's a little funny, even though it's kind of sad. It was just, he hesitated to say this about himself. It seemed so bold a statement. Mentally healthy. He was back to cutting himself only once a week. (laughs) 
And I was just like, oh my god. But also, you, you know how dark this book is when you kind of agree with that. You're like, oh, okay. Really well. Progress. Good job. Yeah, that's all. That's all my points. Yeah, the just like proper read the last chapter. Um, it's basically like from Harold's perspective and they go back to Willem and Jude's apartment. Mm like their old first one um and they're talking about like jumping off the roof like back mm-hmm. into the when they got locked out um and so it starts off like the chapter starts off with them talking and being like yeah did i tell you about that story and then it's harold's perspective of like jude's end of life basically of like how he found him jude's dead and then the chapter ends off and they're like but I didn't know any of that at that time so like I asked them no tell me about it and then I was like oh it's so sad Frida I explained it horribly you did explain it horribly (laughs) that's fine um favorite character Harold I love him. Do you have a different option or? No. Yeah, Harold is the correct option. Actually, JB, because he reminds me of you. (laughs) It's maybe the meanest thing you've ever said to me. (laughs) He assaulted Jude. (laughs) Feeling a little spicy today. Kissing someone without their consent is not appropriate. Nope. We do not. We do not do that. I was going to try to find a smarter way to phrase that and then just naturally did not. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Favorite line? Mm. I don't know. It's kind of a basic one. In my humble opinion. But I found like, I felt like when I was reading this, I didn't, no line really stuck out to me until like the very, very end. Um, But just, and so begins his new life, a life which he has moved past humiliation, past sorrow, past hope. I liked it. And then there was like the funny ones that I kind of mentioned earlier. I really liked those because a lot of the like really deep lines, I guess, didn't stick out to me because I was so traumatized (laughs) reading this book fair what about you um I really like because I was like what are the odds that this is one of the most devastating sentences that I have ever read it's just x equals x Mm. when Jude is describing himself of like no matter what I change I am still what I started out as and I was like yep oh my god that's so crushing um yeah I thought about that one as well, but I, I didn't. It's another thing that I learned in my math class. You had to prove it. Fun stuff. Love writing proofs. I haven't written a proof in so long. I was trying to think the last time we had to do proofs. I think it was in like high school calculus. 
though I last had to write a proof. Probably. Great times. Well, a devastating book. Yeah, it was a hard one to... Whenever we do books like this, and I always think about how our like podcast is under like comedy um, <laughs> I'm always like I wonder if we succeeded it's hard to Who make knows? a book like this funny <laughs> I did immediately jump into another book after this one ended so I was like I need pleasant times and but I didn't read too much. I tried to keep that one off. I'm only like a quarter of the way done. Oh, look at you. Chasing myself. Proud of you. Thank you. Have you started? I have started. Ooh, how far are you? I've read a chapter. Okay, no, that's fair. <laughs> uh one of the greatest things that has happened in my reading history happens in this book so <laughs> get ready for it you'll know it you when you okay. no, you'll know it <laughs> it is nothing to do with the plot <laughs> anyways do you want to introduce it or do you want me to introduce it uh you can do it okay i'll go get my Okay, I have it if you don't want to go get it. <laughs> it's uh, the second book in the Fourth Wing series, Iron Flame by Rebecca Yaros. Um, did you say there was supposed to be five? Did I, I make that up? supposed to be five. I okay. So we're so. almost halfway done. <laughs> we, we just have to wait like six years <laughs> um yeah we love the last one i'm also a quarter of the way done this one so i know that i am enjoying it's it's the vibes it's like the non-thinking yep vaguely paying attention book that i need perfect I guess that's all I got. <laughs> Me too. All right. I'm also very hungry, so I need to eat. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, it's Instagram at bookbevies. And... <laughs> Just the way you said it, I thought you were going to start saying it's it's Instagram <laughs> at bookbevies. I was like, is that our Instagram handle? It is. <laughs> no, like Instagram. You know, like I thought you were giving our handle as Instagram. Oh. <laughs> no. Anyways, and bookbuddies at gmail.com for longer email inquiries. I'm hungry, Katrina. He can't, he can't stop <laughs> know, this I'm train of thought. keep delaying this. Um, <laughs> so, in another point. Katrina, please. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. 
Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.